All right, welcome back to the show. It is Pit Pass Motor Racing Weekly, coast-to-coast, border-to-border, and all those ships at sea on the iHeart app. Also on our, 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 that's easy for you to say. Our. Our app. Uh, appreciate that. Tony Wink back in studio. Tony, next intro goes to you. Yeah, buddy of mine, Ryan Sipes, who is, he was one of our favorite motocross racers. And then he left to be a, one of our favorite off-road racers, only to return to be a motocross racer. Remember when he said on air, you weren't here on that show, but he said he really wished you'd stop calling. And then uh, you still call and he still takes your call. I know. He's such a good kid. Yeah. Such what, a good boy. That's amazing. amazing. What a nice guy. That's What's America. That? What's up, Ryan? How are you? Uh, I'm good. <laughs> you guys talking good about me. I hate to hear what you're saying before you call me. Oh, <laughs> that's why good. we cut the commercial break short, my yeah. friend. Yeah, we couldn't stand the pain. <laughs> Welcome back to the show, buddy. How's everything going? Uh, it's good. Uh, thanks for having me on. We uh, just wide open, busy. Um, always something going on, something different. So, actually, going to pick up my scrambler tomorrow. So. Mm. Your scrambler. Uh, yeah, I had a, a friend of mine um, is the president of Hugo Motorcycles, and they make a, a kit that, um, or a couple of different kits, actually, that turn a Sportster into a Scrambler, mm-hmm. and uh, it's it's pretty trick. I mean, they, well, what's it, like, describe for our listeners what a Scrambler is? What what is a Sportster turned into a Scrambler? What what makes it a Scrambler? Um, so the best way I guess I could explain it is think about motocross bikes in the '60s, like they were. Or 50s and 60s, they were street bikes that they turned, you know, they put knobbies on. And, Stiff and, frames. You know, kind of a dual purpose. Yeah, and, uh, okay. Yeah, so um, that's, and that the scrambler movement is kind of like blowing up right now. There's a ton of people doing it, and I've always thought about, like, it looks really cool, and I've always wanted a street bike, but never wanted to go get a bagger or, you know, go buy something that everybody else could have. I wanted to build my own, and then my buddy started working with this company, and he said, hey, man, we'll we'll build this bike for you. You know, you just, you just buy the bike and we'll do the rest. And, uh, so it's been, I don't know, four months and, but they've, I just saw pictures of it finished up the other day. And, uh, it's, it's super trick. Sweet. I'm pumped on it. So I'm, I'm Googling it right now and I can see, I just Googled, uh, Hugo scrambler, Hugo Sportster. And because my brain works backwards sometimes, but, uh, <laughs> it looks a lot like, uh, what was that other, uh, uh triumph came out. Yeah, with this, has BMW a, has one. Yes. Yes. Ducati yeah. has a scrambler. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's same kind of deal, same idea. Um, but this one's full custom basically. I mean, their kit is, uh, you can buy their kit and it bolts right on. Um, but then of course, uh, they kind of went a little above and beyond for my bike. So, and, uh, Chuck Lambert is a guy out of Tennessee, um, he built the bikes, and uh, he he did the works on it. So. All right, so what are the big changes? You could change out pipes, handlebars. What are you changing out? Um, yeah, handlebars are different. So he asked originally for a set of Mamoto bars, so I sent them to him, and the mount system didn't really work. So he's a metal worker. Like he, his, his business is metal works. And uh, so he just custom bent a set of handlebars to my exact bend. And uh, so those are on there. The suspension's taller. It's like quite a bit taller and then of course knobby tires which they're like dual sport tires uh he built a full custom pipe so pretty much every harley has the pipe out of the right hand side uh, he custom built one out of the left and Ooh. uh yeah so it's trick man they uh uh receiver cycles did a, a paint job on it and uh, they built a custom seat i mean the thing is super true. Put a recluse clutch in it. So oh, really? Try that thing. Yeah. That's sweet. Tony, what's what's the most uh, what, what racing application would this be applied to if you wanted to? 
<laughs> flat track, maybe? No, close? I think just uh, just enjoyable fun riding. Fun on the weekends with your buddies, okay. yeah. Okay. Um, my, the, the guy was telling you about the president of the company, he, he rides them all the time, um, like full-on off-road. Like, sends me videos of him, like, hitting logs and, like, hitting <laughs> jumps. and Not big jumps, you know, but, like, cruising the trails on them. So, I totally used to do this with a bike, and I... I just took the fenders off and put some knobby tires on. I had a, it was, and it's too bad because it was an RD 400, which is now I wish I had the thing because it was pristine when I started doing it. I ruined the bike. Well, that was a week but later. But I was a kid. I didn't know, but uh, I totally get it because you can, you can just cruise down the road and boom, you see a trail or whatever. And you, I mean, it's, but it's not like riding a dual sport because those things are, there's not much fun in that, you know. So like this really is a bolt-on kit that can transform a Harley or a, well, any well the brands that they service, obviously. But you can go online, HugoMoto.com, take a look at the picks, take a look at the kits, Scrambler Kit One, uh, Scrambler Kit Two, etc. There, there, I mean, there, there's some nice gear here. I could see what, what what got your attention. Yeah, well, like I said, I always kind of wanted something different, and and for what i do you know ride dirt bikes all the time it, it's the closest thing i could get on the street probably without i didn't want to go buy a dual sport bike because like you said, that's cool but you know not cool. i got those kind of bikes i want something different so yeah we're not european let's go to pj yes. pj you uh you guys selling these scrambler kits not yet no um not that i'm aware of no he I doesn't want them to no. i bet you will no we 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 sell we sell street legal enduros yeah, you do sell uh, right. a lot of them. Yeah. Anyway, let's talk about what just happened, Ryan. What happened? How was Redbud? Redbud. Uh, it was gnarly. Track <laughs> <laughs> was. I read that. I read you said it was it was uh, pretty spectacular. Yeah, it, I I haven't raced it since 2014, and. Uh, I mean, Redbud's always gnarly, but this year was like, dude, it was just so deep and so rough. Like, there wasn't a smooth line. It was like, normally you can find something out there that kind of resembles smooth. You find all the way to one edge or the other. I didn't mm -hmm. find any of them. Maybe they were out there and I just didn't find them. But uh, that was being on a bike. I only had two days on, you know, and then jumping back into that pace that I haven't ridden in a while. Uh, it was It was gnarly. Like, I was... I was hurting there for a little bit and I got better as the day went on. You know, the second moto I ran top 10 for, yeah. for till the last two laps. Yeah. So. You went 16, a, 13, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The second moto I was eighth and then 10th till the mm -hmm. two laps to go. And I think I ate too much between the motos and just got a little bit of a belly ache. And, and oh, what'd you have? Fast. I mean, <laughs> I don't remember. See, what messed me up though is this is one of the races that, that, the second moto, I think, was on live, like uh, the so network the, NBC. Like your in-between was shorter? Sports or whatever. No, it was actually longer. Oh. It was like instead of two hours between motos, it was, uh, or hour and a half, it was like two hours and 15 minutes. So wow. I'm, I probably need to eat a little bit more. And then as soon as we got on the line, I looked at my mechanic. I'm like, dude, I don't, <laughs> I'm going to try, but this is going to be tough. I don't feel very good. And uh, I've, I've just got a weird stomach. Like if I eat a little bit too much, it's not good. And. I held on for 30 minutes, you know, and then it kind of crept up and got me. But I had a lot of fun with it, man. Uh, I'm excited to do it again at uh, the last two rounds. I'm going to race for them and so, have a little bit more time on the bike and, and uh, hopefully do a little bit better. So, Ryan, what, how did this riding the 250, 
because you're predominantly have been a 450 guy typically that's how i see you as he is i think he, he is. always raced 250s in the, in the motocross well i think of him as being a better 450 guy i mean it seems like would you agree with that remark uh i don't know i mean when they when they called me so they called me like probably right as the season began when when dean wilson got hurt and they said hey we want you to ride a 450 i said okay cool and then they never called back. I'm like, well, I guess they <laughs> forgot or they changed mind or whatever. And uh, then then Jason got hurt. And then Zach got hurt. And so they called me again and they said, hey, we want you to ride a 450. I said, hey, let me ride a 250 since, you know, Zach's hurt. You need a guy out there anyway. And I'm riding a 250 at, at uh, ISDE this year. It'd be great for me to be spend the summer on a 250 rather than a 450, you know, and uh, get some more practice and they said okay. So, I mean, I'm not. I, I always kind of like the 250. Um, I like both bikes, but I think I was probably a little bit better on a 250 um, when I was racing it full time. So, I guess I lost out on that deal. Well, oh well, you brought it up. It's a good conversation, though. Or right? a 125. Yeah, yeah. What? A- uh, no thanks. A hey, how how would have that been on that track? XR 75. No, the one. It, the dream race it would have been the dumbest thing ever. Um, <laughs> no, it, Muddy Creek was dumb. Red Bull or Red Bud would have been twice as dumb. Like it was so deep. Like I probably I don't even know if I'd have qualified on it. To be honest, I uh, go ahead, Tony. You weren't in the dream race, so you're riding no. in the 250 class. Yeah, yeah, in at Muddy Creek they didn't have a dream race at Muddy Creek. No, it was no. it was actual. Yeah, yeah. What was the deal with that? What were you thinking? <laughs> Why not? That's what he was thinking after practice. Uh, it should have been titled the yeah. nightmare race, <laughs> the bad dream race. <laughs> uh, yeah, but no. So I bought the 125 at the end of last year, thinking I'll ride some of these dream races, and uh, it'll be fun. Like I did one last year; it was cool. Mm-hmm. And and then I I put my schedule together this year before the the new dream race schedule came out. And then when it did came out, come out, uh, there was none that I could hit. Like all the nationals that they were having them at that I was going to be at, I was already going to race a 450 or, you know, now a 250. So, uh, it's like, I, I wasn't going to be able to do any. I got this 125 sitting here. I'm like, why not? Let's, let's make people talk about it and let's go sign up for the real deal. And, uh, it didn't turn out as good as I had hoped. Um, but again, I, I only had 20 minutes on the bike beforehand. So it's kind of like, but you still qualified in the best. Yeah, I qualified and I almost got points, but, uh, I was hoping to be, Top fifteen, but most of our radio shows don't turn out like we hoped. But <laughs> no, actually they do. Uh, it's just if we put a little more planning in them, they'll be a lot better. Oh, uh, is that how it works? Yeah. Uh, so the uh, the one twenty five, she probably needs rebuild already. Um, not only did the one race, um, we didn't do it. I told him I needed it to last. Like I didn't want a rocket ship that was going to blow up in the second moto. So. It should be good. I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep riding it. I honestly think it makes me better on my 350 and stuff because you have to be so perfect on the 125 and you have to carry so much momentum that when you get on a 250 or a four stroke at all, it's like, oh, this is super easy. Ryan, what so do you like, weigh? Yeah. What do you weigh now uh, compared to Tony? Six- <laughs> shut up I both of you i can't tell you that well the reason i ask is tony goes around a lap just to check the track and he drops a bike off to be rebuilt and i understand that <laughs> that's why i ride nothing but big that street bikes awesome. hey 
Ryan, quick little bit here. I got to throw this out there. So we do the Justin Brayton thing. Justin's back here. Justin has a problem with this bike. The case breaks. Broke the case broke, on his Honda. Broke, yeah. Case on breaks on his Honda. No, no, on no, no. His, no. no, on, his 450, his race at, bike. It was at my track. He brought his, his practice bike, or it was actually, I think, the bike he won Daytona on or whatever, but... And so he brings his mechanic, you know, because he rock stars it in. He flies in. I get a bunch of campers set up for him, which cost me a bunch of money. And then his mechanic, Duff, rides, his, brings everything back. And he brought Damon Bradshaw's bike back, too, in the Sprinter vans, which was pretty cool because Bradshaw yeah. came and rode. Bradshaw's go so ahead, cool. Go with your store. So, so um, Justin's bike quit. And they're like, what do we do? And I was like, well, just take my bike because I got a 15. But... He's like, ah, I don't want to ride that junk. That's ah, fine. It's fast. You liked it. <laughs> he bought it from you. No, I didn't. <laughs> but uh, he's like, let's ride Tony's bike because Tony's got a stalker 18. Justin goes out and rides it like a few laps. He's like, this thing is junk. Wow. And brand he's new, like, brand new Honda. Yeah, he thought it was a piece of junk. That's what you want your hair to so say. So the biggest thing Ryan well, that, was. That's what Honda wants him to say, right? No, no. he didn't say it was junk. He just it, said, let it, me retract that Honda statement immediately. Honda sponsor the show. No, yeah. he didn't say it was junk. He just said. It's it's not the good. The clutch is smoked. And I'm like, it's a brand new motorcycle. No, it was burnt. Well, I'm fat. What do you and, got? What's your point? And it was a sample clutch. So, I mean, it's not even the real clutch. Ryan, so I got to put that in later. The yeah, fluid the fluid that Duff drained out of that was like water. Nobody cares. Honestly. Water. Ryan Sipes does. Are you one of those dudes that, uh, like the old guys that put it in fourth gear and just leave it the whole track? Sure he is. No, like I'm. Tight corner, no, but I'll tell you. The whole bunch. Listen up, Sipes. I'll tell you what. <laughs> I'm the fastest. <laughs> 250 plus pound rider you you've ever met. 250 plus, Tony. Yes. That's better than what it was. Yeah. <laughs> it's over. Yeah. All right. But anyway. When I got back from from PJ's wedding, I Here. weighed myself and I. I went okay. We got yeah, something. Well, we he something. stopped. He stopped drinking orange juice. Yeah, but no, Tony that? Ryan. Tony's the type of guy that he does not take immaculate care of his equipment. This is true. I just keep getting new ones. He just it, <laughs> he just runs it to the ground. Yeah. Sipes, I got a YZ125 that every I'm not exaggerating. Every single time I ride it, I have to put a new top end in it because it. I'm so <laughs> it's, fat. It's. He destroys I it. I do ever jump on the track, though. There are bikes. Yeah. There are XR75s, Honda 50s, Honda 70s. They literally fall over when Tony walks by. I don't ride you, that and stuff. Ryan, you'd have a great time at this uh, at this event. Why don't we, we do a Sipes Day? Let's do a Sipes Day when we bring in Ryan and he shows us how not to break a bike, and maybe, Tony, you can learn something. Oh, I'm sure that could happen. It's been a good time having you on. <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> he said he's in. <laughs> Ryan, sponsors, man. Let's hear him. Oh, well, Rockstar, of course. Um, Liat, Maxis, Husqvarna, um, FMS, Steve Hatcheration, Factory Effects, Power Band, Recluse, uh, XC Gear, Moto Hose, Guts, uh, all them other guys. Cherubis, Motul, Galfer, Garnet, Nitro Moose, Team Design Works. And you guys for uh, for having me on. Did you Always. say Moto Hose Guts? 
Yeah, uh, yeah, stuff like that. Moto hose, Mo- moto hose, and oh, guts. hose, hose, moto hose, like and the then radiator guts. hoses. Yes, moto I got hose. It. I got it now. I Rose got it. and hose. I've got. I those was o- trying to figure like boats and hose, yeah. moto hose. What? <laughs> we did that Saturday. <laughs> we got to go to break right now. Let's <laughs> let's point it out to Jack DeLeo. We need his help. Thanks, Ryan. God bless you, Ryan well, Sipes. Always good to have you on, man. Thank you so very much. This portion of our show brought to you by our friends at Fly Racing. And Fly Racing, man, they do this thing called the Flywall. Have you participated in this, PJ? Have you done the Flywall? I have not, but I think everybody else here has. I have not. They've turned all my pictures down. The problem is I don't ride enough. Uh, They said no no, more nudity. I think I got two or three on there. Do you really? Yeah. On the Flywall already? Yeah. Well, fans, you can do what uh, Roman has done. You can get your photos uh, seen by race fans around the world on the Flywall. Fly Racing's website is where you're going to find it. Simply head over there to flyracing.com. Look for the Flywall menu in the upper right-hand homepage. Choose post a pick. Upload your favorite pick. And if approved, in other words, no nudity. If approved, your photo will show on the Flywall. It's as simple as that. So head on over to flyracing.com. Upload your pics for a chance to be featured on the Flywall. And I understand in the future there will be prizes. So now is the time to get involved with flyracing.com. Get ready, race fans, because the ultimate NASCAR experience is about to hit the airwaves. Welcome to Pit Pass NASCAR, the podcast that takes you deep into the heart-pounding world of NASCAR racing. Join us each week as we bring you closer to the NASCAR action with exclusive interviews and all the news and rumors you need with your favorite drivers, team members, and industry insiders. So whether you're a fan of super speedways, short ovals, or road racing, or you've just watched Talladega Nights, Pit Pass NASCAR is the podcast you've been waiting for. Get ready to fuel your passion for NASCAR like never before. Subscribe now to Pit Pass NASCAR on your favorite podcast platform or head to evergreenpodcast.com and get ready to join us. Launching in the fall on Evergreen Podcast Network. Follow us on social media at pitpass underscore NASCAR to stay up to date with everything you need to know about the podcast.